This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. President Trump needs a victory. That's what we'll be discussing on the show today. Good afternoon. Welcome to American Family Radio. And most importantly, welcome to Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. I am your host, Walker Wildman. Glad to have you with me. A couple housekeeping items. First, if you want to listen to our podcast, you can visit our website, AFR.net. AFR.net is where you can catch the podcast. Also, we are on social media. Walker Wildman, I'm on social media along with Exposing Washington. So whether you're on Facebook and Twitter, on Facebook and Twitter, you could just type in Walker Wildman. Now, if you go to YouTube, you'll need to type in Exposing Washington on YouTube. But all of that information is at our website, AFR.net. And at the top of our website, AFR.net, you click on the podcast link, and then there all the podcasts will come up, and you can click on my podcast, which is Exposing Washington, and there all the information you need is. So a great way to keep up with the show. Also, you can email me, ExposingWashington at AFR.net. You can email me, ExposingWashington at AFR.net is the email address. Uh, One last thing I want to mention before we get into the show is that is we have our Christmas wristbands available. The American Family Association and American Family Radio have our Christmas wristbands available. So if you want to wear them and share them, you can go order the Christmas wristbands at our website, afastore.net, afastore.net. I'll post a link to this on the podcast page. But afastore.net, you can order wristbands. They come in packs of 10. The more packs you order, the better price you get per pack. So order a lot of packs of Christmas wristbands. But the first thing I want to jump into today is how President Trump desperately needs a victory. And the reason I say this is not to throw shade on President Trump, but here's what President Trump has been facing over the last few weeks. First, President Trump has had shade thrown on him by the whole Mueller slash Russia investigation. Secondly, the stock market is skittish. Now, I'm not saying these are President Trump's fault, but this is what has been going on, and and people will blame President Trump for some of these things. Thirdly, Justice Brett Kavanaugh sided with the liberals this week on abortion. He sided, Brett Kavanaugh, who we fought to get on the bench, sided with the Democrats, the left, and the people who don't know the Constitution. Brett Kavanaugh sided with them in a case that involved abortion and whether states can defund abortion providers through Medicaid. 
And so that's that was that was not good. Not good news for the president because after all, he appointed Brett Kavanaugh as a pro-life nominee and a pro-constitutional nominee. Another another area that's just not been good when it comes to the president and 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 trying to get him a victory here is his judicial nominees are stalled in the Senate. This is not President Trump's fault, but it's Jeff Flake's fault. Senator Jeff Flake has been holding up all of President Trump's nominees. So this month, hardly any judicial nominees been approved, thanks to Jeff Flake. The last thing I want to bring up is this report out today from the Daily Beast, which is a left-wing media outlet. The Daily Beast put out a piece today, or rather put out a piece Thursday, about, here's the, here's the headline, I'll just read it to you. The headline is, Get Ready for Mueller's Phase 2, The Middle East Connection. And this piece goes on, it's like six pages long, and it's about how, how Robert Mueller and the whole Russia investigation and the special, special counsel... It's about how they are about to transition into phase two, and they're going to start exploring President Trump's campaign's connections, our President Trump campaign connections, to the Middle East. Now, where on earth this is going to go, I have no idea. But that's what's, uh, that's what's going on this week. So we'll just keep an eye on it. But, you know, I've said on the show before, I've said that Robert Mueller is not going to end this thing in a timely manner. I mean, we're going on two years. March will be two years of just a special counsel, or April, but you've had you've had the whole Russia investigation with the FBI. We're on three years now. So to think that Robert Mueller, who is an absolute enemy of the president, I mean, he's clear with his political prosecutions here, that he's out to get Trump. He's out to throw shade on Trump's presidency, out to bring President Trump down. That's the whole goal of the insurance policy, might we add. And so to think that Robert Mueller is going to wrap this thing up anytime soon, boy, are we naive. Robert Mueller's not going to wrap this thing up. And if he's if he's insinuating to the president and his legal team that he's going to wrap this up, y'all are being fooled. This guy's not going to wrap it up. No, Robert Mueller's going to carry this thing out into eternity. Robert Mueller is going to carry this investigation out into eternity. But quite literally, Robert Mueller is going to carry this thing through 2020, I believe. I may be wrong, but I believe Robert Mueller is going to carry this investigation out through 2020. And these Democrats may not be wrong when they say they think they think Donald Trump will be indicted when he's out of office. Well, if Robert Mueller drags this thing out that long, that very well could happen. Very well could happen. So, you know, next time you hear people talk about, yeah, Robert Mueller's about to issue a report. Yeah, right. Robert Mueller's not going to issue a report. He's going to drag this witch hunt out, this fishing expedition. He's on, he has unlimited fuel for this fishing expedition. He's going to carry this thing out for years, for years. Robert Mueller's not wrapping this thing up. So who are we kidding here? But moving on here, you know, I want to talk about an Oval Office office meeting this week. I'm going to play clip one here. 
President Trump brought in Nancy Pelosi. President Trump brought in Chuck Schumer. So President Trump sitting here in the Oval Office, you have Vice President Mike Pence sitting beside him. Then you have the two Democrat minority leaders uh, sitting on the couches. And this is brilliant. Listen to what President, first off, President Trump, he starts talking about his border wall and how he needs his border wall, which I agree with. But let's listen to clip one. This is Nancy Pelosi and her response to President Trump's request for a border wall. The fact is the Senate, the House Republicans could bring up this bill if they had the votes immediately and set the tone for what you want. If we thought we were going to get it passed in the Senate, Nancy, we would do it immediately. We'd get it passed very easily in the House. We would get it, Nancy, I'd have it passed in two seconds. It doesn't matter, though, because we can't get it passed in the Senate because we need 10 Democrat votes. That's the problem. Again, let us have our conversation, then we can meet with the press again. But the fact is, is that uh, legislating, which is what we do, you begin, you make your your point, you state your case, that's what the House Republicans could do if they had the votes. But there are no votes in the House, a majority of votes, for a wall, no matter where That's you exactly start. exactly right. You don't have if I the needed house. the votes for the wall in the House, I would have them mm-hmm. in one session well, would we'll be do done. It. We'll do it. it doesn't help because we need 10 Democrats in no, the Senate. No, put it on the Senate. Right. Put, it on, put it on a negotiation. Okay, let me ask you this. Just And we're doing this in a very friendly manner. It doesn't help for me to take a vote in the House where I will win easily with the Republicans. It doesn't help to take that vote because I'm not going to get the vote well, of the Senate. the Senate. I need 10 senators. That's Mr. the President, problem. You have the White House. You have the Senate. I have the you White have House. The, the House White House, House is done. And the House would give me the vote if I wanted it. But I can't because well, I need, Nancy, I need 10 votes from Chuck. There you have it. So that's a pretty lengthy exchange. And the exchange actually went on for like 10 minutes. But Nancy Pelosi, I mean, who is she kidding here? You know, the Democrats are right on a lot of things when it comes to... Let me rephrase that. The Democrats, they're right in the sense that President Trump doesn't have enough votes in the Senate to to build the wall. But Nancy is completely wrong on the fact on whether President Trump has the votes in the House. He has the votes in the House, I believe. I believe that there's enough Republicans, as it stands today, in the House of Representatives, they would fund the border wall. I really, I genuinely think they would. The problem is, and here's where the Democrats are deceiving, are deceitful, and I don't know why I just said the Democrats are right on a lot of things, because that's totally not true. And that's, I'm wrong on that. I shouldn't have said that. The Democrats are virtually wrong on everything, and every once in a while they get a few things right. But on this issue... Here's the point I want to draw from that clip. And that is, Nancy Pelosi is trying to divert the attention away from the Senate and put it on the House. And she says, you know, you just need to focus on the House. If you can get it through the House, we'll talk about the Senate. No, President Trump's right here. No, let's talk about the Senate. The Senate is a problem. The Senate is where nothing is getting done. Literally, nothing is getting done in the Senate. The House has a Republican majority, a pretty good Republican majority and the the Senate is where things get stalled the House actually has passed some pretty good legislation but guess what it doesn't go anywhere in the Senate because of this dumb 60 vote threshold and that's what it is it's it's an idiotic idea and that's the 60 vote threshold and this goes back to Mitch McConnell 
the reason nothing is getting done in the Senate is because you got to have 60 votes. And why on earth we need 60 votes to get anything done in the Senate? I have no idea. That rule should have been gone a long time ago. The Democrats will get rid of it if they take the majority in the Senate. But I digress. I want to play clip two here. Now, this is Chuck Schumer, the senator, responding. And her and Pelosi are kind of kind of tag teaming this. And they're trying to attack President Trump on camera in front of the whole world. This is clip two. Let's listen. We have a lot of disagreements here. The Washington Post today gave you a whole lot of Pinocchios because they say you constantly misstate how much the wall is built, how much of the wall is built, and how much is there. But that's not the point here. We have a disagreement about the wall, whether it's effective or whatever. Not on border security, but on the wall. We do not want to shut down the government. You have called 20 times to shut down the government. You say, I want to shut down the government. We don't. We want to come to an agreement. If we can't come to an agreement, we have solutions that will pass the House and Senate right now and will not shut down the government. And that's what we're urging you to do. Not threaten to shut down the government because you, you let me just finish because you can't get the your last way. Time you shut it down, you yeah, let me say something, Mr. President. You just say my way or we'll shut down the government. We have a proposal that Democrats and Republicans will support to do a CR that will not shut down the government. We urge you to take it. And if it's not good border security, I it won't take it. It is very good border security. And if it's security. not good border security, I won't take it. It's what the Because border- when you look at these numbers of the effectiveness of our border security, and when you look at the job that we're doing you with You just our said military, it is effective. Can I, be, can I tell you something? Yeah, you just said Without it's effective. Without a wall, these are only areas where you have the walls. We want to do Where this. you have walls, Chuck, it's effective. We, where you don't have walls, it is not effective. Yeah. Let's call a halt to this. We've come in here as the first branch of government, (laughs) Article 1, the legislative branch. We're coming in in good faith to negotiate with you about how we can keep the government open. We're going to keep it open if we have border security. If we don't have border security, we're not going to keep it open. All right, so there you have it. The the reason I wanted to play that one is, yeah, there's a little bit of back and forth. And by the way, Chuck Schumer couldn't even look the president in the eyes. He's like a little kid arguing with his parents. He keeps looking behind him, looking across the room. Look at the president. You're talking to the president of the United States. The The thing here is, you notice Nancy Pelosi at the tail end of that clip there chimes in, and she's going, you know, let's just talk about this in private. Let's take this off camera. You know why you want to take it off camera? Because you don't have answers for the argument that President Trump is making, and that is we need a border wall. We need a border wall. But the Democrats don't want to have this debate in public. They want to do it all behind closed doors. And I'm glad President Trump had this exchange in the Oval Office because America needs to see this. All these meetings should be on camera in the public because who knows what deals they cut behind closed doors. That's the problem with Washington. Too many deals cut behind closed doors. Moving on here, I want to stay on the topic, but but keep, uh, but but take a different angle here. This is the last chance for President Trump to get the border wall funding between now and 2021. And who knows what's going to happen in, in the election in November of 2020? Who knows? A Democrat may take the White House. Democrats may take the House, the Senate, and the White House. We don't know. I wish that weren't the case. I hope that's not the case. But we'll just have to see. 
So President Trump has to hold his ground here. He has to get the border wall funding. And I think if he shuts down the government in order to get his border wall funding, I think that's a winning argument. You know, the media and others try to paint this whole government shutdown as if it's if it's a bad as if it's a bad thing from a from a media, from a public perception standpoint. And I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing from 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 in the eyes of the public. I mean, if, if, if the Democrats don't want to negotiate and meet in the middle, then we're going to shut the thing down. This is what I've said all along. I've said it for the last two years. I've been waiting on this. I did a show on this six months ago. Shut down the government. Trump, if you're not going to get what you want, shut the thing down and just wait on the Democrats and tell the Democrats, when you want to come meet me in the middle, then we'll talk. When you want to come meet me in the middle, then I'll sign a budget deal. But until then, we're going to shut the government down. Because guess what? Obama would have done the same thing. Obama even said, President Obama said, if, if Planned Parenthood, the baby killers, if they don't get their money, then, you know, then, then I'm going to shut down the government because Planned Parenthood has to get their money. Well, President Trump needs to do the same thing. If I don't get my border wall money, I'm going to shut down the government. It's on the Democrats' shoulders. They're the ones who are being unreasonable here. This is a good chance. I said President Trump needs a victory. This is a great chance for President Trump to get a victory. The other advice I want to give to the White House is, is they need to let they need to let Trump be Trump. There's actually a book written on this subject. The White House needs to let Trump loose. Let him do his thing. Let him go public and say whatever he wants to say. Because here's the thing. President Trump's been kind of low-key the past few weeks. He's been at the White House, not that many press conferences, public appearances, you know, not been on camera much, relatively speaking. And this, this news cycle has just battered President Trump. Everything's negative. If you just allow the media to talk, then, then the narrative is completely negative towards President Trump. But guess what happened on Thursday as I was doing show prep? It's as if the White House is reading my mind. On Thursday, when I'm doing show prep for this show, the White House lets President Trump go on Fox News and do a sit-down interview for an hour. And I want to play a clip of that, but this was a great idea. Because up until, up until Thursday, all of the narrative, the Democrat narrative, the media narrative, which is one in one, which is hand in hand, that narrative was just beating up on President Trump. And I mean, I was just sitting around going, when is President Trump going to go on offense here? He's getting battered by the Russia investigation and all this negative news, the stock markets all over the place. He's got to get back on offense. And guess what he did Thursday? He went back on offense, thankfully. And this is clip four, I believe. Let's listen to President Trump doing an interview Thursday with Fox News Channel, I believe uh, the, the host name is, is Harris Faulkner. Clip four, let's listen. Michael Cohen pled guilty to something that's so, not even a crime. Wait a minute. These are campaign. Nobody except for me would be looked at like this. Nobody. What about Congress where they have a slush fund and millions and millions of dollars is paid out each year? They have a slush fund. Millions. They don't talk about campaign finance or anything. Have you ever heard of campaign finance list? Have they listed that on their campaign finance sheets? No. 
Everyone well, as says, I've covered that number story, one, I'm waiting say, for them to dig into the shutdown. Number one, they say it's not a campaign finance violation. Number two, or it's not even under campaign finance. Number two, if it was, it's not even a violation. Number three, it's a civil matter. You know, President Obama had a really big one from 10 times more money, much more money. And you know what? He paid a fine. I'm the only one that this happens to. Well, there you have it. That's President Trump. And he's exactly right on multiple occasions there. And see, that's that's good. That's what we need President Trump to do. Go on camera, do these interviews, tell it like it is. That's what the American people love. That's why the majority of the electorate voted for President Trump in 2016 for him to tell it like it is. The first thing he said there is this whole Michael Cohen thing is a farce. This whole Michael Cohen thing is a farce trying to implicate President Trump in this is ridiculous. Because Michael Cohen, first off, as President Trump mentioned there, Obama, during the 2008 campaign, the Obama campaign, they committed over $2 million in campaign finance violations. Guess what they did? They paid a fine. They settled it. It was a civil matter in court. Well, the, well, the, the special counsel, Robert Mueller, is treating this whole Michael Cohen thing as a criminal suit. From a public perspective, Robert Mueller is treating this whole Michael Cohen thing as a criminal suit when it's a civil suit. And this very easily, first off, I don't think there was any campaign finance laws violated here because President Trump made the payment to Stormy Daniels out of his personal bank account. How on earth is that campaign finance violations? It's out of his personal bank account. Whatever you think about the morality of it all, it's all pretty nasty. But from a legal perspective, there's no way it's a campaign finance violation. But guess what? This was never tried in a court of law. Whether this was a campaign finance violation was never tried uh, in, in a court of law because Michael Cohen pled guilty. There's no trial. There's no, there's no opposing arguments here. And so in my opinion, there is no campaign finance violation. Also, another thing President Trump mentioned in this interview, which is brilliant, is that what about Congress's hush fund? Congress has this hush fund in Washington, D.C., using our taxpayer dollars, our tax dollars. And what are they doing with it? What is Congress doing with the hush fund? They're paying off people that they've either sexually assaulted, they've discriminated against. Who knows what Congress has done with these people? But over $200 million has been issued to settle suits, to settle complaints from Congress. So you got these congressmen up there sleeping around, you know, got these congressmen doing, doing, doing inappropriate things with their, with their interns, with their secretaries. Who knows what's going on up there? But they got this hush fund that's our tax dollars going to pay off the accusers. Well, how is that not a campaign finance violation? That's what President Trump said. How is that not a campaign finance violation? <clears throat> but President Trump needs to stay on offense. He needs to keep defending himself and pointing out the hypocrisy of all of those who are trying to paint him as a guilty man. Another thing that President Trump needs to do here 
to get back on message, get back on offense, take back control of the media narrative against him as he needs to get out to middle America. Not many people in Washington, D.C. like President Trump. Everybody in Washington, for the most part, is out to get President Trump in one way or the other. President Trump's got to get out of the got to get out of the beltway. He's got to get back into middle America, just like he was doing during the campaign cycle. Get back to middle America. And he needs to either tour a farm. He needs to go out to, to a farm and tour the farm. Talk about how President Trump's policies, his economic policies are helping farmers. He needs to tour a factory. Talk about how all of his his tariffs on China are actually helping these U.S. factories bring back jobs to America. But the whole idea that President Trump can sit up in, in the White House and not do any kind of offensive strategy stuff and, 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 and stay on top of things and win, that's not going to happen. Because the media and the left and the Democrats are pounding President Trump day after day, day after day, and President Trump has to get back on offense, and the White House needs to let Trump loose, let Trump be Trump. The last thing I want to bring up today is how the, what will happen if, or what will happen when the Democrats take over the majority in the House of Representatives, what will happen leading into the 2020 election. You know, the Democrats have revealed, they've, they are not shy in revealing their hand. The Democrats hate President Trump. They hate voters like you and me. They hate middle America. They call us a basket of deplorables. And this is only going to ramp up. This is only going to ramp up. And I want to note to you the significance of the next two years. The significance of the 2020 election, the 2020 presidential election. If America allows the Democrats back control of the White House and the Senate and the House, the House has already happened. And, and historically speaking, this is going to happen eventually at some point. The Democrats are going to take back over the White House. They're going to take back over the Senate. But here's the thing, folks. We got to be involved. We have to be engaged. We have to know what's going on. And we need to vote. Because, because you give... The far-left Democrats' control of all three branches of government? You give them control of the, the judicial system? You give them control of the executive branch? You give them control of Congress? They're going to clamp down on conservatives. They're going to put the kibosh on conservative thought. Conserv- they're already doing this. So we got to fight. We got to be informed. We got to know what's going on. We got to wake up. Because here's the thing there is an enemy out there, and it's called Satan. And I believe he is out to bring down America because of the light, because of the beacon that we've been from a spiritual standpoint for the past 150 years. We'll talk more about this next week. Exposing Washington, American Family Radio. Stay tuned. We'll see you next week.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.